These are the daily Bible readings for May 22nd, or day 142. A prayer before reading the Holy Scripture. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Illumine our hearts, O Master, who lovest mankind with the pure light of thy divine knowledge. Open the eyes of our mind to the understanding of thy gospel teaching. Implant also in us a fear of thy blessed commandments, that trampling down all carnal desires, we may enter upon a spiritual manner of living, both thinking and doing such things as are well-pleasing unto thee. For thou art the illumination of our souls and bodies, O Christ our God. And unto thee we ascribe glory, together with thy Father, who is from everlasting in thine all-holy good and life-creating spirit, now and ever, and unto the ages of ages. Amen. The third book of Kings, called by the Hebrews the first book of Kings, chapters 7 and 8. And Solomon built his own house in thirteen years, and brought it to perfection. He built also the house of the forest of Libanus, The length of it was a hundred cubits, and the breadth fifty cubits, and the height thirty cubits, and four galleries between pillars of silver. For he had cut cedar trees into pillars, and he covered the whole vault with boards of cedar, and it was held up with five and forty pillars. And one row had fifteen pillars, set one against another, and looking upon one another, with equal space between the pillars, and over the pillars were square beams in all things equal. And he made a porch of pillars of fifty cubits in length, and thirty cubits in breadth, and another porch before the greater porch, and the pillars and the chapters upon the pillars. He made also the porch of the throne, wherein is set the seat of judgment, and covered it with cedar wood from the floor to the top. And in the midst of the porch was a small house where he sat in judgment of the like work. He made also a house for the daughter of Pharaoh, whom Solomon had taken to wife, of the same work as this porch, all of costly stones which were sawed by a certain rule, and measured both within and without, from the foundation to the top of the walls, and without unto the great court. And the fountains were of costly stones, foundations were of costly stones, great stones of ten cubits or eight cubits. And above there were costly stones of equal measure, hewed, and in like manner planks of cedar. And the greater court was made round with three rows of hewed stones, and one row of planks of cedar. Moreover, also in the inner court of the house of the Lord, and in the porch of the house. And King Solomon sent, and brought Hiram from Tyre, the son of a widow woman from the tribe of Naphtali, whose father was Tyranian, an artificer in brass, and full of wisdom and understanding and skill, to work all work in brass. And when he was come to King Solomon, he wrought all his work. And he cast two pillars in brass. Each pillar was eighteen cubits high, and a line of twelve cubits compassed to both pillars. He made also two chapters of molten brass to be set upon the tops of the pillars. The height of one chapter was five cubits, and the height of the other chapter was five cubits, and a kind of network and chain work, wreathed together with wonderful art. 
Both the chapters of the pillars were cast. Seven rows of nets were on one chapter and seven nets on the other chapter. And he made the pillars in two rows round about each network to cover the chapters that were upon the top with pomegranates, and in like manner did he to the other chapter. And the chapters that were upon the top of the pillars were of lily work in the porch of four cubits, and again other chapters in the top of the pillars above, according to the measure of the pillar over against the network and of pomegranates, there were two hundred in rows round about the other chapter. And he set up the two pillars in the porch of the temple. And when he had set up the pillar on the right hand, he called the name thereof Jachin. In like manner he set up the second pillar and called the name thereof Boos. And upon the tops of the pillars he made lily work. So the work of the pillars was finished. He made also a molten sea of ten cubits from brim to brim, round all about, the height of which was five cubits, and a line of thirty cubits compassed it round about, and a graven work under the brim of it compassed it, for ten cubits, going about the sea. There were two rows cast of chamfered sculptures, and it stood upon twelve oxen, of which three looked towards the north, and three towards the west, and three towards the south, and three towards the east, and the sea was upon them, where their hinder parts were all hid within. And the lava was a handbreadth thick, and the brim thereof was like the brim of a cup, or the leaf of a crisped lily. It contained two thousand bates, and he made ten bases of brass. Every base was four cubits in length, four cubits in breadth, and three cubits high. And the work itself of the bases was intergraven, and there were gravings between the joinings. And between the little crowns and the ledges were lions and oxen and cherubims, and in the joining likewise above and under the lions and oxen, as it were, bands of brass hanging down. And every base had four wheels and axletrees of brass, and at the four sides were undersetters under the lava molten, looking one against another. The mouth also of the lava within was in the top of the chapter, and that which appeared without was of one cubit all round, and together it was one cubit and a half, and in the corners of the pillars were diverse engravings, and the spaces between the pillars were square, not round, and the four wheels, which were at the four corners of the base, were joined one to another under the base. The height of a wheel was a cubit and a half, and there were such wheels as are used to be made in a chariot. And their axletrees and spokes and strakes and naves were all cast. And the four undersetters that were at every corner of each base were of the base itself cast and joined together. And in the top of the base there was a round compass of half a cubit, so wrought that the lava might be set thereon, having its gravings and diverse sculptures of itself. He engraved also in those plates which were of brass, and in the corners cherubims and lions and palm trees, in the likeness of a man, standing, so that they seemed not to be engraven, but added round about. After this manner he made ten bases of one casting and measure, and the like graving. He made also ten lavers of brass, one laver contained four bases and was of four cubits, 
and upon every base in all ten he put as many lovers. And he set the ten bases, five on the right side of the temple and five on the left, and the sea he put on the right side of the temple over against the east southward. And Hiram made cauldrons and shovels and basins and finished all the work of King Solomon in the temple of the Lord. The two pillars and the two cords of the chapters upon the chapters of the pillars and the two networks to cover the two cords that were upon the top of the pillars and 400 pomegranates for the two networks, two rows of pomegranates for each network to cover the cords of the chapters which were upon the tops of the pillars and the ten bases and the ten lavers on the bases and the one sea and the twelve oxen under the sea and the cauldrons and the shovels and the basins, all the vessels that Hiram made for King Solomon, for the house of the Lord, were of fine brass. In the plains of the Jordan did the king cast them, in a clay ground, between Sukkoth and Sertham. And Solomon placed all the vessels, but for the exceeding great multitude of brass could not be weighed. And Solomon made all the vessels for the house of the Lord, the altar of gold, and the table of gold upon which the loaves of proposition should be set, and the golden candlesticks, five on the right hand and five on the left, over against the oracle of pure gold, and over the flowers like lilies, and the lamps over them like gold, and golden snuffers, and pots and flesh hooks, and bowls and mortars, and censers of pure, most pure gold, and the hinges for the doors of the inner house of the Holy of Holies, and for the doors of the house of the temple were of gold. And Solomon finished all the work that he made in the house of the Lord, and brought in the things that David his father had dedicated, the silver and the gold and the vessels, and laid them up in the treasures of the house of the Lord. Then all the ancients of Israel with the princes of the tribes and the heads of the families of the children of Israel were assembled to King Solomon in Jerusalem that they might carry the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, that is, out of Zion. And all Israel assembled themselves to King Solomon on the festival day in the month of Ethanin, the same as in the seventh month. And all the ancients of Israel came, and the priests took up the ark, and carried the ark of the Lord, and the tabernacle of the covenant, and all the vessels of the sanctuary that were in the tabernacle, and the priests and the Levites carried them, and King Solomon, and all the multitude of Israel that were assembled unto him, went with him before the ark, and they sacrificed sheep and oxen that could not be counted or numbered. And the priests brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord into its place, into the oracle of the temple, into the holy of holies under the wings of the cherubims. For the cherubims spread forth their wings over the place of the ark, and covered the ark, and the staves thereof above. And whereas the staves stood out, the ends of them were seen within the sanctuary before the oracle, but they were not seen further out, and there they have been unto this day. Now in the ark there was nothing else but the two tables of stone which Moses had put there at Horeb, when the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel, when they came out of the land of Egypt. And it came to pass when the priests were come out of the sanctuary, that a cloud filled the house of the Lord. And the priests could not stand and minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Then Solomon said, The Lord said that he would dwell in a cloud. 
Building I have built a house for thy dwelling, to be thy most firm throne forever. And the king turned his face and blessed all the assembly of Israel. For all the assembly of Israel stood, and Solomon said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who spoke with his mouth to David my father, and with, my own, when with his own hands hath accomplished it, saying, Since the day that I have brought my people, Israel, out of Egypt, I chose no city out of all the tribes of Israel for a house to be built, that my name might be there. But I chose David to be over my people Israel. And David my father would have built a house to the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. And the Lord said to David my father, Whereas thou hast thought in thy heart to build a house to my name, thou hast done well in having the same thing in thy mind. Nevertheless, thou shalt not build me a house, but thy son that shall come forth out of thy loins, he shall build a house to my name. The Lord hath performed his word which he spoke, and I stand in the room of David my father, and sit upon the throne of Israel, as the Lord promised, and have built a house to the name of the Lord the God of Israel. And I have set there a place for the ark, wherein is the covenant of the Lord, which he made with our fathers when they came out of the land of Egypt. And Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the sight of the assembly of Israel, and spread forth his hands towards heaven, and said, Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven above or on earth beneath, who keep his covenant and mercy with thy servants that have walked before thee with all their heart, who has kept with thy servant David my father what thou hast promised him. With thy mouth thou didst speak, and with thy hands thou hast performed as this day proveth. Now therefore, O Lord God of Israel, keep with thy servant David my father what thou hast spoken to him, saying, There shall not be taken away of thee a man in my sight to sit on the throne of Israel. Yet so that thy children take heed to their way, that they walk before me as thou hast walked in my sight. And now, Lord God of Israel, let thy words be established, which thou hast spoken to my, thy servant David my father. Is it then to be thought that God should indeed dwell upon earth? For if heaven and the heavens of heavens cannot contain thee, how much less the house which I have built. But have regard to the prayer of thy servant and to thy supplications, O Lord my God. Hear the hymn and the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee this day, that thy eyes may be open upon this house night and day, upon the house which thou hast said my name shall be there, that thou mayest hearken to the prayer which thy servant prayeth in this place to thee, that thou mayest hearken to the supplication of thy servant and of thy people Israel, whatsoever they shall pray for in this place, and hear them in the place of thy dwelling in heaven. And when thou hearest, show them mercy. If any man trespass against his neighbor and have an oath upon him, wherewith he is bound, and come, because of the oath before thy altar to this house. Then hear thou in heaven, and do, and judge thy servants, condemning the wicked, and bringing this way upon his own head, and justifying the just, and rewarding him according to his justice. If thy people Israel shall fly before their enemies, because they will sin against thee, and doing penance, and confessing to thy name, shall come, and pray, and make supplications to thee in this house, then hear thou in heaven, and forgive the sin of thy people Israel, 
and bring them back to the land which thou gavest to their fathers. If heaven shall be shut up, and there be no rain because of their sins, and they praying in this place shall do penance to thy name, and shall be converted from their sins by occasion of their afflictions, then hear thou them in heaven, and forgive the sins of thy servants, and of thy people Israel, and show them the good way wherein they should walk, and give rain upon the land which thou hast given to the people in possession. If a famine arise in the land, or a pestilence, or corrupt air, or blasting, or locust, or mildew, if the, their enemy afflict them, besieging the gates, whatsoever plague, whatsoever infirmitry, whatsoever curse or imprecation shall happen to any man of thy people Israel, when a man shall know the wound of his own heart, and shall spread forth his hands in this house, then hear thou in heaven, in the place of thy dwelling, and forgive, and do so as to give to every one according to his ways, as thou shalt see his heart, for thou only knowest the heart of all the children of men, that they may fear thee all the days that they live upon the face of the land which thou hast given to our fathers. Moreover also the stranger, who is not of thy people Israel, when he shall come out of a far country for thy namesake, for they shall hear everywhere of thy great name and thy mighty hand and thy outstretched arm. So when he shall come and shall pray in this place, then hear thou in heaven and in the firmament of thy dwelling place, and do all those things for which that stranger shall call upon thee, that all the people of the earth may learn to fear thy name, and to do, and do thy people Israel, and may prove that thy name is called upon in this house which I have built. If thy people go out to war against their enemies, by what way soever thou shalt send them, they shall pray to thee towards the way of the city which thou hast chosen, and towards the house which I have built to thy name. And then hear thou in heaven their prayers and their supplications, and do judgment for them. But if they sin against thee, for there is no man who sinneth not, and thou being angry deliver them up to their enemies, so that they be led away captives into the land of their enemies, far or near, then if they do penance in their heart, in the place of captivity, and being converted make supplication to thee in their captivity, saying, We have sinned, we have done unjustly, we have committed wickedness, and return to thee with all their heart and all their soul in the land of their enemies, to which they have been led captives, and pray to thee towards the way of their land, which thou gavest to their fathers, and of the city which thou hast chosen, and of the temple which I have built to thy name. Then hear thou in heaven, in the firmament of thy throne their prayers and their supplications, and do judgment for them, and forgive thy people that have sinned against thee, and all their iniquities by which they have transgressed against thee, and give them mercy before them that have made them captives, that they may have compassion on them. For they are thy people and thy inheritance, whom thou hast brought out of the land of Egypt from the midst of the furnace of iron that thy eyes may be opened to the supplication of thy servant and of thy people Israel, to hear them in all things for which they shall call upon thee. For thou hast separated them to thyself for an inheritance from among the people of the earth, as thou hast spoken by Moses thy servant, when thou broughtest our fathers out of Egypt, O Lord God. 
And it came to pass, when Solomon had made an end of praying all his prayer and supplication to the Lord, that he rose from before the altar of the Lord, for he had fixed both knees on the ground, and had spread his hands towards heaven. And he stood and blessed all the assembly of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be the Lord, who hath given rest to his people Israel, according to all that he promised. There hath not failed so much as one word of all the good things which he promised by his servant Moses. The Lord our God be with us, as he was with our fathers, and not leave us nor cast us off. But may he incline our hearts to himself, that we may walk in all his ways, and keep his commandments, and his ceremonies, and all his judgments, which he commanded our fathers. And let these my words, wherewith I have prayed before the Lord, be nigh unto the Lord our God, day and night, that he may do judgment for his servant, for his people Israel, day by day, that all the people of the earth may know that the Lord, he is God, and there is no other beside him. Let our hearts be perfect with the Lord our God, that we may walk in his statutes and keep his commandments as at this day. And the king and all Israel with him offered victims before the Lord. And Solomon slew victims of peace offerings, which he sacrificed to the Lord, two and twenty thousand oxen, and a hundred and twenty thousand sheep. So the king and the children of Israel dedicated the temple of the Lord. In that day the king sanctified the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord. For there he offered the holocaust and sacrifice, and the fat peace offerings because the brazen altar that was before the Lord was too little to receive the holocaust and sacrifice and the fat of the peace offerings. And Solomon made at the same time a solemn feast and all Israel with him. A great multitude from the entrance of Amath to the river of Egypt before the Lord our God seven days and seven days that is fourteen days. And on the eighth day he sent the people away and they blessed the king and went to their dwellings rejoicing and glad in heart for all the good things that the lord had done for david his servant and for his and for israel his people psalm 136 super flumina a psalm of david for jeremiah upon the rivers of babylon there we sat and wept when we remembered zion on the willows in the midst thereof we hung up our instruments, for there, there they that led us into captivity required of us the words of songs. And they that carried us away said, Sing ye to us a hymn of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the song of the Lord in a strange land? If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand be forgotten. Let my tongue cleave to my jaws, if I do not remember thee. If I make not Jerusalem the beginning of my joy, remember, O Lord, the children of Edom in the day of Jerusalem, who say, Raise it, raise it even to the foundation thereof. O daughter of Babylon, miserable, blessed shall he be, who shall repay thee thy payment, which thou hast paid us. Blessed be he that shall take and dash thy little ones against the rock. The Gospel according to St. John, chapter 7, verse 28 to, 50, to the end of the chapter. Jesus therefore cried out in the temple, teaching and saying, You both know me, and you know whence I am, and I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom you know not. 
I know him, because I am from him, and he hath sent me. They sought therefore to apprehend him, and no man laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. But of the people many believed in him, and said, When the Christ cometh, shall he do more miracles than these which this man doeth? The Pharisees heard, and the people murmuring these things concerning him, and the rulers and the Pharisees sent ministers to apprehend him. Jesus therefore said to them, Yet a little while I am with you, and then I go to him that sent me. You shall seek me, and shall not find me, and where I am thither you cannot come. The Jews therefore said among themselves, Whither will he go that we shall not find him? Will he go to the dispersed among the Gentiles, and teach the Gentiles? What is this saying that he hath said, You will seek me, and shall not find me, and where I am you cannot come? And on the last and great day of the festivity, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth in me shall, as the scripture saith, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now this he said of the Spirit, which they should receive, who believed in him. For as yet the Spirit was not given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Of that multitude, therefore, when they had heard these words of his, some said, This is the prophet indeed. Others said, This is the Christ. But some said, Doth the Christ come out of Galilee? Doth not the scripture say that Christ cometh of the seed of David, and from Bethlehem, the town where David was? So there arose a dissension among the people because of him, and some of them would have apprehended him, but no man laid his hands upon him. The ministers, therefore, came to the chief priests and to the Pharisees, and they said to them, Why have you not brought him? The ministers answered, Never did man speak like this man. The Pharisees, therefore, answered them, Are you also seduced? Hath any one of the rulers believed in him, or of the Pharisees? But this multitude that knoweth not the law are accursed. Nicodemus said to them, it was he who came to him by night, who was one of them. Doth our law judge any man unless at first hear him, and know what he doeth? They answered and said to him, Art thou also a Galilean? Search the scriptures, and see that out of Galilee a prophet riseth not. And every man returned to his own house. The prayer of St. Bede the Venerable after reading the Holy Scriptures. Let me not, O Lord, be puffed up with worldly wisdom, which passes away, but grant me that love which never abates, that I may not choose to know anything among men but Jesus and him crucified. I beg thee, dear Jesus, that he upon whom thou hast graciously bestowed the sweet savor of the words of thy knowledge may also possess thee, font of all wisdom, and shine forever before thy countenance. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.